Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's good, everybody? Welcome into Land Grant Podcast Network's I-70 Football Show. As always, I'm your host, Jordan. I'm here with my co-host, Dante. How's it going, man? I'm good. Uh, man. Uh, yeah, I'm good. I can't complain. Another day off work tomorrow. Although it's going to be a busy day. Busy day. It's not going to be a relaxing day. I feel like I haven't had too many of those recently, but I'm never going to complain about a day off work. Yeah, uh, I think I should be relaxing, but we'll see. But, of course, like you just said, I'm never going to be upset about a day off one more, ever. Yeah, even if it's just to get other things done. I have to, uh, yeah, I have a couple errands to run, a couple things to do, but it's not work. Yeah. And I'm getting paid to not be there. So. It's not work. That's the best part. It's not work. Yeah. So, uh, on on the holiday Memorial Day, we're going to have a very quick by our standards show to talk about uh because you know nobody wants to listen to a two-hour podcast on memorial day i hope that uh y'all are getting on the grill um supposedly we're losing recipes uh i mean i feel like i feel like we ain't even that old to be being forced on the grill now so like I feel you like gotta start somewhere. How old you got? How old you supposed to be? Look, my dad still grills, so I feel like I don't have to. Yeah, for real, for real. You supposed to? You supposed to take over the mantle? That man's not even sixty. I mean, I ain't got to take over nothing. I feel like once he gets 60, 65, all right, I'll take it over. I mean, yeah, but not all your like. It's not you don't only eat. Uh, you don't only grill around family. I mean, maybe at the family things, but like. Oh, just because randomly? I mean, I don't know. I'm not the one that created the argument. <laughs> um, just supposedly, we're losing recipes. We're not grilling. I will say, though, I do agree to an extent because a lot of people don't know how to grill no more. But I did see an argument that I would just like to stand by as someone that does grill and as someone who has people over mm-hmm. at the house pretty frequently. Somebody was like, People don't like to grill because uh, people don't got cookout etiquette no more. Nobody bring nothing. It was like back, and it was like for a while when you used to grill, the the person on the grill 
always got drinks brought to them, always got, you know, whether it was like water or whether it's an alcoholic drink, there was some was always happening. It's like now they just be out there. Nobody's That's bringing true. them nothing. Nobody's bringing food to the cookout. Nobody's bringing alcohol. It's just like, like people not grilling, but people also aren't showing up to the cookout doing the right things. Yeah. yeah so it's like, why get on the grill? Because I do know the last time I grilled, I had to go get my own beer every single time. Like, 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 what? Yeah. Yeah. That's not how you're supposed to check on the person on the grill. They supposed they they don't need to leave the grill unless they want to. Yep. You you start grilling and you realize like nobody's at the grill with you. Everybody's in the house sitting down watching TV. Everybody chilling. You like huh. it's, yeah. So it, wow. it's we lose yeah. the recipes all around. But yeah. I do hope that maybe you are listening to this while you're grilling. I'm gonna be on the grill tomorrow, but I'm not inviting people over for. Largely, <laughs> largely the reasons I just stated. I love to have people over, but like hey, that's expensive. Um, so yeah, I would be on the grill for uh, uh, just like myself and the yeah, wife and enough. my little brother. That's right. Uh, yeah. So, but hopefully, you know, according to the people on Twitter, you all are not being attacked and mocked for losing recipes. Hopefully. As you are listening to this, you know how to grill. You have your utensils. Um, I discriminate on grills personally, but mm. I will as long as you know how to do it and you enjoy doing it. I, you know, to each their own. I am a uh, I am not a gas grill type of person personally, but I do understand the convenience of them. But yeah. we're not going to put two bad bitches against each other. A grill is a grill. A grill I, uh... is a grill. I'm I'm comfortable with either or. I do like the taste of a charcoal grill better because you could put wood chips and stuff. And I know you could do that with propane, with gas grills, but wow. it's not the same. It's not the same. So I like that smoky flavor from a charcoal grill. But I also like a smoker much better than the other the other two. So there's that. Yeah, I haven't gotten into smoking. I mean, like smoking's cool, but mm. see my my issue with smoking is it's a very delicate process. Because it's I don't like process. overly smoked meat. And I think it's very easy to overly smoke it, which is why I would just prefer, like, my ideal grill, like, when I when I upgrade from, like, the $30 ones, because all I need is a hole and a grid, essentially, because I use coal, you really don't need to do that much. I want right. one of the nice ones, like the, like the iron ones that have the little box on the side where you can put the wood chips in there. So yep. it's not a direct smoker. It is still a grill, but the yeah. wood chips do come in and add to the smoke, add to the fire and stuff like that. So you get a little bit of the smokiness, but it's not like fully smoked because like, I just don't like the taste of like fully smoked meat all the time. I feel like you got to be a certain age and your smoker has to look a certain way and you got to dress <laughs> a certain way for me to think that you did what you were supposed to do. And it, it's very easily for it. Like, cause even if you cook it the right and it's tender, you know, there are different settings and things. It's just, if it's too smoky, it's not for me. That's what's like, cause smoke, smoke meat is, is for the best for like dipping your meat in your different uh, barbecue sauces. Right. Like grilling, you could put you could rub the sauce on top, but like for smoking, that's the full you get your full pork, full chicken. Yeah, and that 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 too, that too. I do. I think I also prefer like I like the, I like. I mean, 
and don't get me wrong, you can get this with a smoker, but I like the char, like the crispiness that you get on the grill, especially when you put yeah. certain things on there when the grill is hot. But yeah. I also like what the grill does with the flavor because you do pre-season. And obviously, you season with smoking as well. But as you mentioned, a lot of it um, is uh, like, you know, you just kind of yeah. do it. Like it's, Okay, like when people make pulled pork a lot of times, it's not like super seasoned. Yeah, no, it's like more about the sauce. Yeah. sauce. But like pulled pork, I need that to be seasoned. Personally, I make my pulled pork in a crock pot. Yeah, I mean, that's good too. It goes crazy. Yeah, it's good every in a crock pot. Single, every yeah. single time. Every single yeah. time. I like to mix it up, so... Um, but yeah, I, mean, I I do like a good. I I put uh, ribs in a crock pot before. See that I wouldn't do, although it probably does come out better. I, well, not better. It probably all, does come out good. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I just feel like if I mean like it's more of the I do that in the winter because I'm not pulling the grill out. When it's that's fair. Yeah, See, I, I don't I'll like ribs enough. Food. I don't like ribs enough to eat them if they're not on the grill. That's fair. Like I, I need them on the grill. I'm, I, I've been saying this for two summers, and I've been BSing, but I've been doing my research. I'm gonna create my own dry rub. This is the summer that I go. Uh oh. Uh oh. And the the biggest the biggest problem I have, and why I haven't done it yet, is well, one, you know, uh, she doesn't really like ribs all that much, so it mainly be for me. Right. But I don't want to have people over who like ribs in case they're not good. So then it's like it becomes a thing of like, do I grill these just for myself? Well, I mean, do I gotta, do I risk it, it and have people right? You got to practice it, but it's like that's it, it costs money to practice, so I haven't done it. it yet. But this is gonna this is gonna be the year I did it. I've, I've done some research. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna make my own dry rub, which I mean is pretty easy. I use a, a base of certain seasonings anyway. I make my own dry rub. I'm gonna do it. I think my my biggest thing is, um, and this is where gas grills are better. Mm-hmm. It's hard to maintain the temperature. And yes. the one thing for me personally that I'm concerned about is I like I use like this wood burning coal, so it's not like actual like the coal brisket. Yeah. It's yeah. like the, and it doesn't maintain its heat as well. That's it it burns good. hotter, and it cooks better in my opinion. But on the low setting, it doesn't maintain its heat as well. And so I'm gonna do it with those at first. But I'm worried. Like I was, I don't. I was trying to do something. You'll have to. You'll have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to. You'll definitely like, just have to keep checking the fire. Yeah, That's keep checking it, is. and I'm gonna have to like lift up the grate and put some more in there and different yeah. things. But you know, with um, like, and I don't. I don't recommend this, but because you can taste it in the food with regular coal, you can also always just like put a little bit of lighter fluid in there to keep it going when it starts to go a little low and everything like that too. Which again, I don't yeah. recommend because I feel like you can always taste that. But I was cooking something that needed to be low, and the grill went out on me. And it wasn't as long as what you need for ribs. So it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be a trial and error. Um, if nothing else, just for ribs specifically, I might just have to get regular coals because they do uh, simmer yeah. is not the right word, but they, but they, they kind of simmer they, a little bit longer. A, yeah, they keep a nice temperature for a while. Yeah, but not uh, yeah. That's actually how the first time I made ribs was on on a, a a coal on a coal grill, but it was huge. It was a huge grill, so we had a yeah. decent heat going. Yeah, I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm gonna have to like really kind of like load up and really do it. But I'm I'm gonna do it this year. 
because I do want to start like doing it more often and kind of rotating it more. But I do a lot of different things. I just don't do ribs. Like yeah. I do, you know, burgers, brats, hot dogs, of course, the regular stuff. I do different kinds of chicken. I do salmon. Um, you know, like uh, vegetables. I salmon on different the grill Yeah. Well, I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think I think this doesn't matter for anyone that listens to this as we're about to transition out. But uh, I am gonna have people over at some point, just not tomorrow. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> but I am gonna have people over at some point, um, and so if you want salmon, you can just bring some, and I'll put it on. Oh, okay, that's fair. Okay. The, my the only rule with the salmon. And even if I gotta give you the couple dollars for it, you gotta bring Zarya a piece because you can't have salmon on the grill. It's already not having that. I don't care about nobody else. Okay. <laughs> but like, if you're gonna bring it, at least let me give you a couple dollars so you can have a piece. Cause she... That's exactly what's gonna have to happen. Yeah. Because I, yeah, yeah. I was gonna bring like real good salmon, like go up to the uh, to the deli counter or whatever. And that's and that's exactly how you should do it. That's what that's what <laughs> she does when she has me put it on the grill. Like. It's yeah. not. It's not the frozen I gonna, stuff. It's I was gonna the, spend some money on some salmon if I was gonna do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Talking I'm, about, I'm doing that this one. Yeah, that's what yeah. happened. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, <laughs> last thing I gotta say about grilling. Another reason I discriminate with my grills. I used to work at like Lowe's and different places like that, and I used to yep. have to build grills. Gas grills yep. are so frustrating. No, I just, annoying like give me the little like thirty four thirty. To sixty dollar grill that's literally a hole with two racks in it, three <laughs> racks if you're lucky because it has the one at the bottom, it has the one in the middle, and then if you get if you go if you go to like the forty five dollar one, it has a little cooling rack at the top that folds yeah. in. Like that's what I need. I just need that. I'm gonna throw the coal in there. I built so many of them, and then like. And like, you know, I'm good. I build things, whatever, give my hands, whatever. And you always strip at least one. You always strip at least one bolt. And it's and I'm just like, you know what, this is not my grill. <laughs> like it, I hope I hope you not trying to take that down. So if anyone has bought a grill and they got it built and you ever try to take it down and there's a couple strip screws, sorry. sorry. I would say sorry <laughs> for the people that had to build it together. Because for the first like 15, 20 minutes is cool. And then there's one piece. And it's different each time. Sometimes it's the leg. Sometimes it's like the actual like top of the grill part. You get one piece backwards every time. And why you get it backwards, I can't tell you because the instructions are terrible and everything looks the same. And then you almost get done and and one of the screws don't go in. And you're like, damn. So you think I take it all apart and, and redo it because one thing is in the wrong place. I remember them days at Home Depot putting them together. I sold a lot of grills too. That's why I'm like, I have no problem spending like a hundred dollars on a grill because then you get a little more space, even if it's well, a darker one, so you can put more more doubt on it. But I'm not mad at the the what you're talking about. Yeah, and I'm gonna do that eventually, especially because, like I said, I do like to have people over. But when I bought my grill, it was during the pandemic, so I was just grilling for two. Oh yeah. Yeah, like, but like, if you are not like, if you're not doing like ten burgers at a time, like you're not right. essentially. If you're not consistently feeding more than five people, you don't need a big grill. It's True. nice because you could put the burgers on one side. You could put the, the you know chicken 
on one side, whatever. But I just do mine is big enough that I can typically do all of one type at once. So I just yeah. you know do the I do the chicken first because that's you know boom. Then I do this and then I do the hot dogs and the broth last, and it's fine. And I only have to do that if I'm having multiple people over. It's still if it's just for two or three, I can still put you know do half and half. So, but okay. eventually, like I'm gonna get the the big iron one with the little box, the wood pellet box on the side. It's just, that's that's like. I'm not buying that, actually. I'm going to be completely <laughs> honest with you. I'm not. That's going to be a Father's Day purchase. Someone's you, buying that for me. I'm not buying it. I, I'm so putting you, my foot so down. You, so you're going to so, have to have kids. I know. <laughs> I'm not going to have it until I got kids. I don't know when it's coming. I just know that that's that that that's a Father's Day purchase. So I do. I'm not I'm not spending my money on that. I don't know. Well, I just feel gonna like be, it's going to be a few years from now, then. Yeah, that's that's cool. I'm cool with that. I'm cool right. with that. Grilling yeah. is a public service. <laughs> like, like we already you know we already all. we already you started the all. conversation. But like the, you know the grill all. master don't get appreciated enough. Someone need to buy the grill for me. Okay. Yeah. I bought the first one. I bought all the tools and everything like that. No. You know what? You know what? I don't even want it. it, it I don't want it to be a Father's Day gift because I don't want to be a dad. But somebody gonna have to buy that. That's yeah, my birthday gift. See, like yeah. I, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a father at some point. So, like for me, Father's Day is fine. But like you, birthday, Christmas, someone, somebody, someone needs to buy it for you. Somebody yeah. got to buy it. Juneteenth, I don't know. Yeah, like, whatever. It don't matter. Just make it yeah. up. Yeah. It's a July Fourth sale. Like they got a lot of them. They got a lot of them. Somebody gonna have to buy me one of them. And then like I'm always keep saying like somebody want me to have a house. If if I'm paying, if I'm paying for a house, somebody's buying me one. And I want one I sit down in. I'm not pushing shit. I'm <laughs> weak. I'm not pushing shit. Fuck that. Yeah. Alright, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What's good, everybody? Welcome back after a weird transition to a commercial break. But we had technical difficulties. And by we, I mean the platform that we like to record on decided it is no longer free. And it decided we can't record no more until I paid for it or got a free trial. So, yeah, but we're back. Uh, Still here to talk about things. Uh, We're no longer going to talk about grilling. That was a a long, nice conversation. And... uh, just get on the grill. That's all I'm saying. Just get on the grill. Or go to just get on the grill. That's it. That's it. We'll actually talk about the things that we're paid to talk about now. Um, like I said, it's going to be a semi-shorter podcast, which does not seem true after listening to 16 minutes of grilling conversations, but I promise you, we're going to be in and out. <laughs> you know what this podcast is. We're going to be in and out. Um, so we're going to talk about the Big Ten's messed up TV deal and or unfinished TV deal and Kevin Warren and the continuing of his legacy, I guess. Um, and we'll talk about uh, Gary Barta, Iowa's uh, athletic director, retiring. I won. Um, you know, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about myself. Um, I'm glad that we're getting this evil out of the Big Ten. Um, evil is probably strong language, but he needs to go. Uh, so same with a lot of people. You all are just lucky that I don't care that much about athletic directors. Like it's really just like the coaches. Cause if I started talk, calling for athletic directors to get fired, I think y'all would stop listening to the podcast. So, um, and may, and then we'll do some predictions for game seven because how the hell did this series get to game seven? I, I know how. What the, 
So how? How did they get to game seven? Uh, Miami's offense became what Miami's offense, offense has been all season. Uh, Terrible. They, they turned into a pumpkin. They're no longer the prettiest princess. Yes, the yes they're not yet. Because them hitting threes and stuff like that was an anomaly. They were literally either the worst or the second worst offense in the league all, all season. That's why they were the 10th seed and had to do two playing games. Hmm. Or they were the A seed or whatever the hell and had to do two playing games. The Heat being in the conference finals was a miracle in itself. So the fact that Boston might pull this off makes perfect sense. Hey, it's not a miracle when you have Jimmy Jeffrey Jordan out there. Jimmy who? <laughs> you heard me. Jimmy <laughs> Jeffrey Jimmy Jeffrey Jordan. <laughs> uh, you ain't know he was Michael Jordan's son? <laughs> not, y'all kinda, he kind of do look like him. He do. <laughs> he do. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's a lot of coincidences in the story. I'm not going to say I fully, fully, fully believe it, but I'm not going to say it's not a possibility, especially because hear me out. Michael Jordan was a really good basketball player for yeah. all of his sons to be trash. So yeah. why not his illegitimate son be the one to make it to the NBA? Because uh, Marcus and the other dude definitely didn't. Um, No, they did not. I, illegitimate son, that's what he is. Because I think, I think J- Jimmy knows who his dad is. No, he doesn't. He doesn't Jim, no. <laughs> according uh, according to people who care way, way more about this than me, his mom, his dad like disappeared or whatever to protect his identity or something like that. His dad was never around. And then Jimmy ended up being adopted essentially, like pseudo adopted right. or whatever, and like was living with like white people and stuff because his mom wasn't able to take care of him. Right. I don't think you know who his father is. His, and tell me, his father disappeared to protect his identity. Yeah, like it was oh, like it's like it, a it, be Jordan. it was like a one night stand type thing in Houston or something. Yeah, like it, yeah. I'm just saying, I'm not saying it's true. He went to Houston. Michael like, Jordan beat, is a beat terrible, king, and then yeah. got some, got some cheeks. I, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> and and hold on, hold on. Someone literally, someone literally did the research on like nine months from when he was born, and was like. MJ could have been in in in, uh, in Houston during this time. Like I'm saying, people care about this way more than I do. I I'm not that far into it. I'm just saying it. Would, I know what MJ was doing, and it would not surprise me if he had an illegitimate child on one of them benders. Look at his eyes. He don't remember all of them nights. <laughs> he don't remember all of them nights. That alcohol was beating his ass. Them cigars. <laughs> them too. <laughs> Man, you just, might be the internet might be on this song. Yeah. It, it it's a wild thing to think, but they might be on. Do the, do the DNA do the DNA test. That's Jimmy Jeffrey Jordan out there. <laughs> and, and Jimmy mix- Jeffrey Jordan is getting <laughs> <laughs> and. And they basically got the same story. Obviously, you know, Michael the better career, but they can't like, you know, they was okay at basketball, but they wasn't great. And then they decided to lock in and actually learn how to practice. And then they became good. Like Michael, you know, missed his, didn't make it at first in high school. Um, right. 
Jimmy Jeffrey struggled in high school. Yeah, I think he went to like community college or JUCO or something because he didn't think he was going to make it to the league. And then then he went to the Bulls and they showed him how to practice and he started grinding. And that's why he's like, I don't ever take anything for granted because like I wasn't that good. I I made myself a basketball player. I want to say he went somewhere and then went to Marquette, right? Because he's out of Marquette, right? I don't know if it's Marquette, but yeah, he did go somewhere and then he transferred somewhere else. And then that's when he made it to the league. I don't remember exactly what school though. So yeah, I'm just saying, like it's, there's just there's just some similarities. There's some similarities. Anyways, let's start with I. He's thirty three? Wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean he's been on like four teams. No, yeah. It's just he's been in the league for a decent amount. And then he and then there's a couple years on Chicago when he first came in the league that he wasn't like Jimmy. You know yeah, I mean? he wasn't playing, yeah. He was just yeah. there. So yeah, late 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 bloomer. Um, but yeah, so let's start with Iowa, and then we'll end with the TV deal, and then we'll end with our predictions for Game Seven. Is Game Seven tonight? Um, is today is Monday. Now that we had to finish the uh, probably, I think so. Actually, you might be, you might, bro. Give me the. All right, I'll do scores. Yeah, are you on ESPN? Tonight, 8.30, yeah. ESPN, yeah. their app is, they, they ruined it, bro. They ruined it. They don't they don't have the most recent stuff at the top no more. Why is it showing me baseball games that are over? Like it, you, I had it last, last night? No, it ha- yeah. Mm. Like it's, yeah. I don't think there's I, no go- anything going on currently right, right now. It always does. I can never find the things that I'm looking for. I always have to like do a deep dive. The ESPN app is cooked. That's why the Big Ten's not on there no more. That's why the Big Ten is messing up the NBC deal. Uh, had to get away from ESPN. Anyway, Ooh, Iowa, the NBA is doing what? I didn't see that. Oh, I'm not sorry. They're investigating the ref because of some tweets. That was funny. That oh, I didn't that see that. Funny. You didn't I've see been, it at all. No, I haven't been on social media, and I I just saw the notification. So like, I I didn't see anybody talking about it. I've been Bruh. on the game. I was on the game all day yesterday in the baby. And I was out all day yesterday. If we if we talk about that right now, we'll be here forever. So you oh, we'll okay. talk about it after the recording. <coughs> but someone found his burner and literally saw like he was tweeting at other people defending himself. Literally, he would search his real name and tweet at them and be like, "Oh, so the ref is the one." Da 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 da. The ref is the reason they couldn't make threes. The ref is this. Or that, or they're like, uh, they, there's like, oh, like I think there was one about the Lakers or something. It was like he let Clay go. For, they let Clay go for forty. Like it was just, just like going back at people, just defending himself from a burner account, and literally just and they found it because it was attached to his real AOL. Idiot. <laughs> yeah. What a dummy. So yeah. wait, what ref is this? Is this the a, the black one, one? Um, the the one that the one that looked like good Gucci Mane. No, 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 no. Oh, no. the older one. Yeah. Um, I know who you're talking about. It's, that's it's, a, it's, and that's the him. problem. That's it's, the problem. I should know who you're talking about. Scott Foster, or? the ones that they always complain about. It's like something Jennings yeah. or Jenkins or uh, something. But it's the it's the black dude with the mustache. He kinda, yeah, he kind of looked like he should have been. In, he, he was in an old uh, R&B group. Yes. <laughs> like for, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, man, man, man. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. So that that's that. Anyway, <laughs> he having a burner. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> and I and I didn't I didn't actually pull up the I think it's deleted now, but there's just a bunch of tweets of him tweeting at people anytime <laughs> his name got brought up, right? So I, I'm I feel like his whole and that's probably how they figured it out. Someone went to the profile and realized all of his tweets were about the ref defending <laughs> the ref. And was like, <laughs> like, this oh, is, wait a minute. This is, this is suspect. Uh, but speaking of suspects, uh, speaking of criminals, um, Uh-oh. Iowa's AD, Gary Barta. <laughs> He's a criminal. <laughs> he should be a suspect. He has been, suspect is not the, the right word, but he has been uh, suspected of a lot of bad things. And that's why he has to keep uh, paying. Well, the school has to keep paying out lawsuits and things. Right. So I was, and, and here's the thing. I'm not an Iowa reporter. I don't have to start with the good. If you want to know the good things that he's done, you can look it up. You can just go through the history. You can, look it you can just go through the history of what Iowa has accomplished in his 17 years. That's not why I'm here. I'm not here to talk about the good things. I'm not an Iowa fan. I'm here to right. talk about the fact that under his tenure, a uh, 17 years, there has been. So, uh, first of all, I'm just going to go down the article. There has been lawsuits totaling 11 million dollars. So 11 funny. million. Dollars, <laughs> eleven million. He got in Crazy. trouble. He got in trouble for. And now, I will say, he the the sports he chose were the better ones to choose in the instance of like Title Nine. But he got in trouble for canceling four sports during the pandemic. He's been Only doing this for almost ten years. Seventeen. <laughs> yeah, but I know. But it's been ten million since twenty seventeen. Oh yeah. So um. Okay. So I'm trying to find out the exact. I'm trying to remember the exact sports that he. Huh. Um. So okay. All right. So he had to pay. Um. <clears throat> remember when we said it, it is funny because like somebody probably gonna say we're racist, but we kept saying I was, I was coaching staff and administration had to be racist. And look, yeah. I just read. <laughs> so he um. Hold on. I want to get to that. I don't know what you said, but I'm probably. I'm pretty sure I heard it. So okay. So. He eliminated men's tennis, men's gymnastics, men's swimming, and women's swimming. Now, three of the four were men's sports, which if you're going to cancel sports, you have to cancel men's sports because of Title IX. And if just a really, really quick rundown on Title IX, if people don't understand, there has to be like equity in the number of athletes between men and women in the scholarships. It's not equal, but it has to be equitable. And so most, first of all, most D1 schools are not equitable. There are not as many women's sports. They don't make as much money, and so they don't pay for them, even though they should, because people like women's sports and women like playing sports. But also, women's sports have lower rosters because football exists. There's not a there's not a women's version of football. So right. every school that has football is automatically not can totally compliant with Title IX. You have 85 scholarships on your roster. There's no way to make that up with any amount of women's sports. But no, you typically no, have, if you have, let's say, 10 Division One men's sports, you'll have 14 or 15 women to even the gap a little bit because, again, you have to make up for the scholarship discrepancy of having 85 men's scholarships and there's not women's football. Right. So when and you, that only proves that even proves how like sports in college is just a business because if they're not willing to pay for women's sports just because the women want to play sports and, and it's because they don't make enough money. And you are a business. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so 
when you cancel sports, you have to cancel men's sports. You can't cancel right. women's sports because it's always an already inequitable. But you also can't cancel sports just because you want to. So, like, he chose the quote-unquote right sports by canceling men's sports, but you can't just cancel sports. So he got sued for violating right. Title IX. And a part, and as a part of the settlement, he had to reinstate women's swimming. He had to add in women's wrestling because when he did it, I'm guessing they looked at Title IX and said, "Hmm, y'all already weren't equitable, and you just tried to cancel a woman's sport to make it even more inequitable. Right. You have to add <clears throat> another woman's sport to make it even more equitable because you're not in the right range that is allowable because of having football." That happened at Kent State, obviously not to the same level when we were there. Kent State added two or three women's sports in the time around the time that we were there and leaving because mm-hmm. they there was an, an equity. They added uh, women's lacrosse. Um, okay. Uh, and so so he had to he had to add another sport, which is more money out the budget, and he had to pay four hundred thousand dollars in attorney fees. And by he, I mean the department, of the, course. The, right, the athletic right. department. So um, and then he got in trouble. <laughs> Um, and had to pay a lawsuit to um, one of the um, people on staff. And uh, one of the higher women administrators ended up having to move out of the department. And then her entire um, position got ended, which brought on another lawsuit. Because, of course. Um, and so where was this one at? So... Uh, there was a there was a coach, a, a field hockey coach, yep. that they needed to fire because of there was multiple accusations of mistreatment. So he fired them without cause, which means he didn't do he didn't an, do investigation an investigation. Because if you have accusations of player mistreatment, that is for cause firing. He just fired them. And and. Without doing his due diligence, so right. just so just let someone go just because you can't do uh. right. So then the coach who got fired, that coach's wife, because I was a family affair, that right. coach's significant other worked in the athletic department because of course why not? So they got into arguments and they had some problems. They filed a lawsuit while this person was still working there. And then mm. the wife had to be transferred out of the department. And then ultimately they fired her. So then the wife filed another law, a second lawsuit because the, um, so I don't know the, the, the person's name is Tracy Greshbaum. I don't know if this is a man or a woman. I don't want to assume. So let's just say the field hockey coach right. filed a lawsuit when they got fired. And then the significant other of the field hockey coach who was a, a senior associate athletic director got moved because of the lawsuit and then ultimately got fired. So then the athletic director filed a lawsuit citing discrimination and retaliation. So a couple who was a football coach, who was a hockey field hockey coach and an athletic director, both had lawsuits against the university at the same time. (laughs) And that one was what? 6.5. So yeah. And the athletic director won their case in federal court to a jury trial. That's how far it went. And won six point six million dollars. Ridiculous. Six point six million dollars. Okay. And then we already talked about them canceling sports, right? 
uh, and getting sued for that. And then this is the big one. This is the one that we talk about the most because it's also the most recent. They just got forced to settle in March, a couple months ago, $4.175 million for being racist. They had 12, and this is only 12, and there's not that many black people on the team, if we're being honest, throughout the time. 12 former black players saying that they that they faced racial discrimination, and it was very detailed. Like, pictures, like, oh. them, like, 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 things around, like, you know, like, okay, so, like, and maybe not everyone notices this, but I know black people do. You know when you go somewhere and it's immediately, like, no hoodies, no hats, no yeah. saggy pants, no, like, that? No joggers. No yeah, like it was that. essentially yeah. like that in the locker room. They would get in trouble for having hoods on their head. They would get in, they would get uh, talked about, and and people would mention if they had too many tattoos, different things like talking about them being from the hood and the ghetto and like all all of this other kind of stuff, uh, mm. just like a really like crazy kind of like culture <laughs> and things that they weren't allowed to do and they weren't allowed to say, um, and all that like couldn't listen to so just like this anything that you could think of against black players and and things like that was happening right and a lot of it was focused on the strength coach and if anyone understands how college football works specifically because of the rules you see well one because you need to be big strong and fast but also the rules with on-field coaching you see your strength coach more than anyone and the strength coach sets the culture like realistically they set the culture. right yeah because yeah because you're why. doing all your lifting and training before the season yeah. starts. So and yeah, like, and, and this is not a, this is there's no real proof of this necessarily. But Alabama was winning a whole bunch of national championships. They had a great strength coach. Kirby Smart goes to Georgia, gets that strength coach to Georgia. I don't think Alabama's won one since, or maybe they've only won one, and Georgia's won two. Like that is how, and I, I know that that could be correlation, not causation, whatever. But that like that was a huge coup when he got that strength coach to leave Bama to go to Georgia. And Georgia's now what do you think about Georgia? They're the biggest or the strongest or the fastest. And they've won back to back national championships. Strength sure. coaches are very important, right? So um and so they tried to pretend that Kirk Ferentz didn't know that this was happening and it was only on the strength coach. So the strength coach got fired. I think they may have been the only person to get fired because everyone yeah. else is there because the family affair and they tried to act like Kirk just didn't know this was happening. And here's my thing to be completely honest. If you can hire someone who is blatantly, let's just not even say racist in this case, they were, but like, let's just say blatantly bad at their job, whether it's racist, yep. whether it's sexist, whether they just don't do the job well, whether they don't know what they're doing, whatever it is, right? And you, as their supervisor, do not know that they are racist, sexist, bad at the job, don't get things done, show up late, all you're the things that typically get you fired, you're bad at your job and probably shouldn't be there. To yeah. me, I don't or you're know. Just, or you just didn't care about complaints because there's no right. way a, 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 one athlete... It only takes one, and you telling me twelve decided to sue. And, so that and means, that's the twelve. That means that, somebody said something, right? And that's the twelve <laughs> that brought up the case. Right? How many said no? Right. Exactly. Like it could have been. It could have been a lot more. People. It definitely was. Like it. Like you. Like <clears throat> you can't invite people to a cookout and have everybody show up. 
Right. Someone's always going to say no. And you're talking about, I want to go public. I want to go to court. I want to go to trial and say that they were being racist to me and have this all over the news and people like they were talking trash about the players. Like your family's got to see this, all this other kind right. of stuff. Like there's a, a lot of, I'm not going to say a lot, a lot, but like there's definitely people who decided not to be a part of this. So there's definitely more than 12 people that felt this. These 12 just felt strongly enough about it to bring the case. Right. So, and, you know, so, and somebody said something to that coach. Somebody said something to the athletic director. Right. Something. And I know it's slightly different, but it's in the same thing of like gross negligence, not knowing. Right. Um, Jim Trestle didn't get off the hook for not knowing. And I, I'm pretty sure he lied or whatever, which it wouldn't even be illegal now with NIL, not knowing what his players were doing with Tattoo Gate, which is the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. Um, Paterno didn't get I was off the gonna... hook for not knowing that. Which is crazy. That he, Could... Um, he he went to the athletic director and told him what was going on. Yeah, but, that's true. That's true. Yeah. And he so still got in trouble. He and still so, got fired. Yeah. And and so like you're telling me you didn't know what was going on in your program, the program that pays you millions of dollars a year. Because there was a point in time. Because he was there. He was there, and there was a uh, how 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 old is the transfer portal? three like so and it's current iteration like two or three years it's right. maybe five or so years old because okay. like grad transfers could go in there and you could go in there and sit um right but like okay. in its current iteration it's like three or so years old okay all right so never mind never mind he's been going for that long because i would have been like there goes the reason why players probably could have been transferring as well but if that I I couldn't remember how old the transfer portal. Well, players was. definitely players definitely transferred out of Iowa because of this, and it was oh, even, I, it was even worse for them because they had to transfer and sit a year. Oh yeah, true. Oh yeah, see, like they couldn't even just transfer and play immediately. Like they were transferred because of this. Like people were not staying. Like there was a lot of black people transferring out of Iowa and things like that. Um, I actually. And and don't I don't want to say this entirely because I don't remember exactly, but I think there are players who transferred on this lawsuit. I can if believe I remember, it. if I remember correctly. I don't want to say it exactly because I, I, I haven't it, read the whole thing in a while, but I'm pretty sure there are players who transferred out on this lawsuit. That would make sense. <laughs> I mean, I would leave too, and and, and so, then I would have sued. Yep. And here's the thing: originally, the state of Iowa was going to pay $2 million. So you're so bad at your job, you're making the state, not just the school, the state pay your money. And so what ended up happening... That's taxes now. Yeah. So Iowa's athletic... And, and again, if you, if you don't know this, just very quickly, the athletic department is technically separate from the university. It has like a separate mm-hmm. budget. There's all that other kind of stuff. I'm sure everyone knows this. So the university, not sports... Not Gary Barton, not the athletic department. The university had to pay two point one seven five million. The state was supposed to pay the other two million. There was backlash and pushback, so then Iowa's athletic department actually had to pay the two million, which they have the fucking money. We're just about to talk about a a crazy TV deal in a couple of minutes, so they have the money. So why they're not? Why why is Iowa's athletic department not paying the whole four point one million anyway? I don't understand why we're going state. I don't know why the state was even brought. I don't know why the school has to pay. I think the school was like suit as well, but still. The I well, the that's, I can see the school. I can see the school. That, but it's I can really see how that can happen. The athletic yeah, department yeah, has four million dollars. They should have to pay yeah. the whole thing. 
Yeah, but there might be a chance where the, they weren't they were feeling that discrimination elsewhere. I mean, it's yeah, and like there could be a chance the school was brought into it that for that reason, right? But but so I can see that, and just the fact that the school, yeah, the athletic department is a part of the school, so like it's like I guess hierarchy type of thing. Like mm-hmm. yeah, I know the athletic department, but the school holds holds all that together, so that's why they were probably brought into it. I'm just confused as why citizens of the state of Iowa would have to pay for what the school is doing. Yeah, no idea. No idea. But hold on. I'm not finished yet. There's more. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, Uh-oh. despite, I understand the pandemic happened, I do. But despite all the money that they're supposedly making from all these Big Ten championships and all this thing and the TV contract and all that other kind of stuff, they had to borrow $50 million from the university, which the athletic department has to repay over 15 years. Okay. Okay. This this is not as bad, but it ties into something else. In 2008, his very first scandal, he gave the Iowa Lottery the use of Iowa's trademark fight song, which they're not allowed to do. Right? Come full <laughs> circle. And this is probably why he's actually retiring. Come full circle, 26 athletes in five sports just this month were accused of violating NCAA rules for gambling on sports sponsored by the organization. Every single athlete is was ruled ineligible, and the school awaits NCAA punishment. And Sheesh. this is not this is not in this article. This is not in this article, but some, not all, but some of the things in this are criminal charges. Uh oh. And see, and that's annoying because now he's gonna he's gonna resign and retire from this position in the school athletic department. Like the athletes are gonna suffer for shit. He is gone now for like he's mm-hmm. gone. And that's a, mm. and, yep. Um, so let's see. Yep, it's football, wrestling, men's it's men's track, baseball, and men's basketball. Those are the five sports that are involved. So, like I said, some of wow. it is, uh, and the, some of it um, is criminal. There's no files yet, but they they are looking at uh, potential criminal conduct. Um, which could be related to underage betting or fraudulent means of access to gaming apps. Um, and what else? Let's see. Because you can't bet in Iowa, right? If I'm not mistaken. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's legal. Sports. I don't think sports betting is legal in Iowa. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not sure about that part. Um, Are you serious? But yeah, is so sports betting legal in Iowa. <laughs> um. And so, like that is that's his legacy. Eleven million dollars in lawsuits, multiple. Oh, they've been able to do it for a while now. Never oh, mind. it is legal. Okay, yeah, so, since twenty nineteen. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, eleven million dollars in lawsuits, uh, racial discrimination, gender discrimination, um, <clears throat> gambling lawsuits, like the whole the whole game. Like, they, honestly, they, it's kind of crazy. They got like old timey. Uh, uh, stuff. Yeah, like, and, it's and like '80s stuff. Like, how are you getting in trouble for gambling? And that's the thing. It's like, well, that game, the gambling thing is gonna. It's starting to happen a lot more. I mean, but, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Now, now because gambling gonna, is illegal all over the place and stuff. Like Alabama yeah. just got in trouble for gambling, and Alabama's baseball team and stuff. So, and then, and then, <laughs> and then, and then, the last thing I have to say about this because I feel like it, I could end then forever because he keeps doing bad stuff. 
he hired he allows Kirk Ferentz to hire his son, and regardless of the fact that he's not good at his job, which is important, regardless of the fact he's not good at the job, the university has nepotism laws. So supposedly, heavy on the quotes, supposedly, right. uh, we are not now, a video podcast now, we... but you can imagine what my face in the air quotes look like. Supposedly, right. Brian Ferentz reports to the athletic director, but the athletic director who wouldn't fire him for being bad like, like, if you report to him, that means technically you could fire him without the coach's permission. And you could say, hey, you're terrible at your job, Kirk. You need to find someone else. Athletic directors have done that before, even with non-directive reports. That happened at Iowa. Uh, sorry, that happened at Army, I believe, not that long ago. They made, the, they made the coach fire his offensive coordinator or something like that. So, like, that's happened before. You don't fire him. Supposedly, it's your decision. You just cut his salary by $50,000. He's still damn near a million. You put in a threshold. And if somehow he reaches this threshold, he gets all the money back that you took from him, plus more. Because that's a punishment. And those thresholds probably weren't even that hard to do. Or 25 she... points per game. Oh, I mean, that's hard for Iowa's. Offense, right, but I mean that that's not <laughs> it shouldn't be that hard, but it is. But it's hard, it's difficult as hell for them. So, Which, so yeah. yeah, that that is that is his tenure. If if you want me to be fair and say the good things, he didn't fire three coaches that he didn't hire, who have won national championships or Big Ten championships in football and uh, um, wrestling. Because I was really good in wrestling. That's where their four yeah. national championships have come from. Yeah, and they're really good. There's one other sport that they're good at, and he didn't hire this coach either. Um, mm. Okay, so it's men's basketball, women's basketball, wrestling, and football. He didn't hire. Mm. Um, okay, so when he began in 2006, the men's basketball, the wrestling and the football coach were already there. Sorry, so, women's yeah. basketball coach. Sorry, women's basketball coach. So the names are um, obviously Kirk Ferentz. Men's basketball coach is Steve Alford. Women's basketball coach is Lisa Balder. And wrestling coach is Tom Brand. Yeah, he would. He, so he, he can't even take credit for that. Right. So the men's basketball coach he did hire in 2010 because right. the, the other one wasn't good. But wrestling, where they have four national championships, football, where they have multiple Big Ten championships, and uh, men's basketball, where they have multiple Big Ten championships, are typically pretty good, didn't hire those coaches. He did hire the women's basketball coach, which hooray for him. They have Caitlin Clark now. They're really good, all that other kind of stuff. But the best thing that he did in his career was not fire winning coaches that he didn't hire. Yep, that he didn't even hire. And and some like facilities upgrades and like new things like their wrestling is so good they're about to create a, a twenty eight million dollar wrestling only facility. Which if anyone follows sports, that does not happen. That's amazing. But you're also a four time national championship. Maybe you should have already had that. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, you win four national championships. You can have whatever you want. I don't care. This like, <laughs> like <laughs> you don't want to bring it in all the money. <laughs> like, like, what, like, what are we talking about here? So, <laughs> Iowa, Iowa has wrestlers, and, and and Iowa has wrestlers 
in the WWE. They have wrestlers in the UFC. They have wrestlers that win the Olympics. Like anywhere you can wrestle, Iowa has wrestlers. <laughs> like if, if you can, if you if you can have a wrestling background and then go professional in one way or another, Iowa has wrestlers that are good at it. Yeah, yeah, and I'm always every time I see the Big Ten Championship uh, wrestling when I'm I, when I accidentally change to the channel, <laughs> not accidentally. Iowa, yeah, there's an Iowa wrestler right there. Like, yeah. <laughs> and so it's just like so cool. The best thing he did was not was not not fire three coaches who were already winning before him. He hired one good coach. Cool. He came in. He came in with a full with a full hand and still was like, "I'm gonna this up." Yeah, and and, and some <laughs> and some and some facility upgrades, which everyone yeah. was doing. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, you you can't that, it's credit really, it's the really not, for facility upgrades when you have to do those. Everyone yeah, in the country is upgrading their facilities. It's a law, I believe that you, I, like, it's not a law, well, but like it's not a law. But they for them for these schools to be nonprofit, they have to spend the money on something. So yeah, you're and you're in the Big Ten. What are you going to do? Look at Wisconsin's new facility and be like, Nah, we're not going to do that. Yeah, you do. You they're doing they're doing renovations every three years or something like that. Like I remember when Alabama did their football renovations, and it was like a thing. On, they did, did they like put a MTV. slide? Yeah, they did like an MTV Cribs thing on ESPN, and then like three years later, they're talking about updating or renovating yeah, the facility. Because they got to put the I'm money like, that somewhere. Bitch is new. Like, <laughs> there is no way that slide's broke. Man, there's no way it's, it, it don't even look like it's not new. I know it still looks like it was just put there. Yeah. Like, they had a bowling alley and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, so it's like, I'm not going to give him credit for doing what he should have done. He had yeah. to do, which is renovate and get new facilities. So, you all can feel about the tenure however you want to, but ultimately, he's leaving. He, he's getting to retire despite all of his scandals and despite all of the the things that have done that have literally hurt the university and the state because they've Just had to pay get away with, with things being terrible at their job and then getting paid later on in life and not even just being paid. terrible, right? Because <laughs> you can be terrible at your job and not get lawsuits. True. Getting lawsuits, eleven True. million dollars. That is not chump change. And lawsuits on come on, bro. So yeah. Um not great. He's out of there. Uh yeah, and, and it's gonna be very interesting to see if they hire a good old boy or not. And if they don't hire a good old boy, it's gonna be very interesting to see how long Kirk Ferentz is untouchable in Iowa. Man, they definitely gonna hire a puppet. Yeah. They're gonna hire a puppet in a way. Yeah. I mean just a younger one, another one that can be there for seventeen years, and yeah. hopefully just less lawsuits. I mean, I hope they care about that, I, but maybe they don't. I mean, they might not. The they gender discrimination wasn't enough, so why don't we just throw on some racial discrimination? And then why don't we throw mm-hmm. on some lawsuits? And then why don't we cut some sports and throw on some Title Nine? I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. If the 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 racial discrimination thing just ended, and the school might have to pay money, not might they do. Oh, they do. They didn't fire. They didn't fire the AD. Mm-mm. They don't care. Then. then they don't care. Then that's all I need. To know. Literally, all of the types of discrimination you can do in sports, they did. They had gender discrimination. Oh, they had yeah. racial discrimination. And he wasn't fired. And then, they, and then they fucked up Title IX, which is technically also gender discrimination. But Title IX is with the student athletes. Well, yeah. I mean, Title IX is with everyone, but in this case, it was with the student athletes. So, so yeah, yeah. You're like, not doing it's, good it's, for your black student athletes. You're not doing good for your women student athletes, and you're not doing good for the women in your department. What more can you do wrong? <laughs> like, yeah, see, 
and we and when you have lawsuits like that where it definitely tarnishes your image in, in the uh in the public eye and that guy doesn't get fired or doesn't face real consequences from you as the school. Yeah, he got sued, but there was no consequences from the school. No, he probably still yeah, got raises and bonuses yeah. and all then the other kind of stuff. Yeah, like they don't, care, yeah, they don't care about the lawsuits. Yeah, it, it's crazy. So yeah. it's just the T V deal. We got money. Like, yeah. it, it doesn't matter. They don't care. Not just non serious. Non serious. Yeah. So that's that is way too much time spent on Iowa. It's it's honestly the whole thing just kinda disgusting me. I'm I'm kinda We spent more time about this than we did about their whole entire football season. I <laughs> mean <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they, they, this is more entertaining than anything they put on the field. Yeah, and it's just it's just, it's really sad, man. It's At least sad. offensive wise, the defense was amazing to watch. But other than that, yeah, all, all this is just really sad. And the players deserve better. The everyone deserves better. And so, I don't have faith that they're going to do this. But hopefully, they hire someone that can actually not do these things and can actually hold we'll the see. coaches accountable and doesn't continue to rack up multiple million dollar worth of lawsuits and things like that. Like that. We will have to see because I, I have no faith. Yeah. And, and, and I don't, it may not be fair to speculate, but when things like this happen, it, it just makes me wonder what is happening that we don't know about. Do you know how hard it like, like people don't just do lawsuits. Like, right. So like what is happening that people just like quit? Or they just transferred, or they just um, you know sucked it up because they needed the job or whatever. Like, if you have this many lawsuits, you're doing other things that people are not like pressing charges for and other things like that. Exactly, you know, because um, it's just very rarely that that is your first time, right? Like, like the first time you do something, it leads to a lawsuit. Sure, that happens with some people. But it's right. it's unlikely that in 17 years, the only times you did something bad also were lawsuits. No, no, no. Probably a fraction of the time you did something bad were lawsuits, and the majority of the time, you got away with it. Yeah. Hey, the whole time. And even since, it makes sense that he just said, I'm going to retire. Why? There's no reason. You, you're not going to get another job. Well, yeah. I'm not gonna say he's not gonna get another job. Did you see the US <laughs> did you see the USC thing? Yeah. So did you like you do you write about that and everything? I didn't read about it, but I did see. Okay, so basically, right, USC's athletic director got fired. Well, again, he was allowed to resign. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody gets fired anymore because of creating a toxic workplace and um uh, gender discrimination and like uh, making women uncomfortable, like commenting on women's bodies, like touching them, grabbing their shoulder, like just a whole lot of stuff, right? Doing the sexual the, harassment, uh, all of that. The whole Joe Biden massage thing. Yeah. So, come to find out, there were two separate investigations happening at the same time at Cincinnati, right before he left. Somehow they never came out because he got the job before they finished the investigations. But how did they hire him and not know that there was two investigations on him and his workplace culture and how he treated women and things like that? 
It's and, a great question. And there was racial discrimination too. There was a woman that was like, uh, he literally told someone, he was like, oh, she's only she's only this high in a position because she's a black woman and because that like she was a diversity hire and like telling people and their search processes like be careful with the diversity hires and things like that. So he goes to USC, two separate investigations. Somehow nobody knows about it. He goes to USC, essentially does the same thing, gets to resign because nobody gets fired. And literally, yep. to your point, somebody was like, oh, yeah, he's done. He's not going to get hired again. And then they were like, mm. <laughs> like, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> someone might hire him. Someone, someone might hire someone, him. They're going to say, hmm, under your tenure, uh, Cincinnati went to the playoffs. And then uh, right after you left, got to the Big 12. Under your tenure, USC hired Lincoln Riley. They got Bronny to, to commit. They got the number one recruiting classes in women's, men's and women's basketball. Um, they got Caleb Williams. Like They're going to be like, hmm, USC did get better under you. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the women in our department don't matter. Like, it's not going to happen immediately, but like what? Two years, two years uh, in the in the uh, in the the scrubbing cycle, right? You're just gonna get like little reports of like, oh yeah, he volunteered here, he went on a tour to learn, he did some Title Nine training, and the next thing you know, he's the AD at like Western Michigan or something like that. Like, yeah, so fucking a, bro. But Gary Bart is old, so he he probably didn't want another job. He's probably gonna he's stay not even that for old for real, isn't he? I don't think so. He's the late 60s, isn't 18, he? 59. He's only 59? Yeah. Oh, that's not old. That's not old at all. <laughs> He's going to unretire and get another job. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's going to be like 61, 62. He's going to take a little bit of time off. They're probably going to be. Yeah. It's going to blow over because don't nobody care about athletic directors. Yeah. So it's going to blow over. People are going to forget. And then he's going to get hired with no flight because like, oh, no one's going to do a real. No one's going to pay attention to the press. But you can be like, where do I know that name from? Like, this is crazy. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on to something also crazy. So, Kevin Warren, I know you listen mm-hmm. to our podcast. Because why wouldn't you? I defended you. <laughs> <laughs> I had your back. I said that you were not as bad as people said. That people didn't mm-hmm. like you, that you were rough around the edges, and that you made some mistakes. But this TV deal, you did a good thing. You're going to have a good legacy. I was happy. I'm, I'm, every 30 seconds, I'm about to be a, Brown, uh, a Bears fan because the Colts be pissing me off and y'all have Justin Fields. I was having like, the Bears, they got a black quarterback, they got a black president, they got a black... Um, I was going to say athletic director. That is not what they're called in, in the NFL. Black GM, like Kevin Warren's going to go do a good thing. I'm like, he just built the stadium for the Minnesota Vikings. He's going to get a good stadium deal for the Bears. Like I, was, I, I defended you. I put my name on the line for you. And this is how you treat me? This is how you treat me? This, this yeah. is how I'm rewarded? <laughs> <laughs> oh my. So at this point, it's, I'm sure you already know what we're talking about because, lucky for us, this released like literally an hour or two after we stopped recording last week. I literally like had written the article and done everything and like press send, and I'm watching TV and I get a note on my phone. The Big Ten's TV deal is unfinished, so you've probably been hearing about this for a week. But we, it's a Big Ten podcast. We had to talk about it. We had to talk about it, but like, it, how did you? How do you? How do you blunder this? 
This should have been simple. So, uh, we, honestly, we had a we, we were talking about wh- why this wasn't deal wasn't done as early uh, earlier than when we found out about it. We we've already had problems about this for a while now. Yep. So, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, makes perfect sense that it, that that it was fumbled. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. And and here's the crazy part about it, right? Yeah. The deal starts in June. <laughs> Maybe it's Mother July. Side. Maybe it's Maybe July. It's, um... I think the I think the athletic calendar ends in ends in June, starts in July. Whenever the calendar starts over, so I think it's July first. I think they're on like the yeah. people's calendar is when the deal okay. starts. It's May. Okay. It's not done. The new commissioner, like it's it's basically from my understanding what's it's June, bro. Yeah. It's not yeah. <laughs> it's June. From my understanding what happens is like you agree to the principle of the deal, but then there's a lot of underlying things that get worked out over the time. Because right. like that, like you can't uh, you can't get everything figured out before the deal. So they agree to it, they have the partners, they agree to the dollar figure, but there's individual things that need to be figured out, like who gets exactly what's championship, how did this decide exactly who like how do they decide exactly who gets to pick which games and when who's going to play this like just like little things that like we typically don't know about until you find right. it out. <laughs> let's go through some of the things that were messed up. And I'm going to be completely honest with you, some of this I care about, others I don't, right? Damn. So let's let's start with the thing that I don't care about. Cuz this I actually think I think he did this on purpose and I think it's for the betterment of the Big 10, people just don't like it. And here I am still defending you and you spit in my face. Um <laughs> You ain't gonna learn your lesson. <laughs> no, I actually just I I, I <clears throat> so the reason why is I would have done this. To be completely oh, honest okay. with you, I probably would have handled it differently because, like you know, communication's important, and somehow he just never communicates. But I would have done it, the result would have been the same. So he that promised, seems to be the biggest problem I see here is that there's he a lack of communication yeah. and transparency. Yeah. So he decides essentially somehow that NBC part NBC is going to get primetime games. Right. Uh But that's every week or almost every week. Right. So including November and November is the important part of this thing. So NBC is going to get primetime games, primetime meaning seven, seven 38 o'clock at night. Um, The quote unquote problem. And this is what I don't care about the big 10 had a tolerance, which, by the way, that is not how you use the word tolerance. <laughs> they had a tolerance. They had a tolerance saying that they, especially the big schools, Ohio State, Michigan, Wisconsin, Penn State, Michigan State, did not have to play primetime games in November because it's too cold that is, that and is. fans won't come and it's hard for them to show up. And they have, to, they have to, there's the potential for snow. Uh, poor millionaire. Why do, we, tent. So, why do we, why do we keep lying about fans not showing up to games? That's exactly, why do we, that is exactly why what we're saying. This? They're fans are, we keep forgetting the, 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 Fan is short for fanatic. Literally. These people are going to show up and be naked. Like, yes, that's, <laughs> that's literally what I said. Literally what I said. And it is well known in most instances that, that professional sports fans are not as crazy as college football fans. But what do you do every professional not, sports unless, unless, unless you're a Buffalo Bill fan. 
that. Yes. You have Browns <laughs> fans. You have Steelers fans. You have Bills fans. You have Ravens fans. You have Bears fans. The picking all these places. You have Jets. old Vikings fans. Jets. Shoot, the Jets, the Jets suck, is, and they still fill out well, the stadium. Is there well the stadiums that I'm doing are open air? Do the Jets not have a dome? Yeah, no, the Jets, Jets play with fans in New York Giants. Uh, uh, Giants fans, um, New uh, England, New England Packers fans. You have Packers fans. That's the best of, one. All of these fans who don't have. Uh, out at indoor stadium, who show up to every single one of these cold weather games, like you said, they be naked, they be out there with no shirts on, painted chest, all this other kind of stuff. And these are adults. What yeah. do you think you're gonna get with drunk college kids? You They're still get drunk. You up. still get. You still well, get, yeah. get drunk adults for college yeah. games. Yeah, so you like... that too. But it's just like, like it's just all these excuses. And so here's the thing: I never noticed this. But now that I hear about it, it makes sense. Do you think about it? Last November, you remember there was a couple games. I was like, man, why are there so many games at 3.30? I'm not going to be yeah. able to watch all these games. You remember that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because like, that's, that's, that was the point where we got exhausted because we yeah. were watching so many games. Yeah. And I never put it together, but now I hear it. It makes sense. They don't play night games in, the no- in so, November. That's so stupid. That's so dumb. Like, the people are going to show up. People, the best thing is the the I think these athletic directors or at least this this commissioner or whatever doesn't understand football. I don't think these people understand football. Night cold games are the best football games. And, Those and, are the best and that is the, that is an advantage that you're supposed to have. Mm-hmm. that they don't use and it just brings everything full circle ohio state and penn state complaining about potentially having playoff games at home because it's too hard to plan you want alabama to come to state college you want alabama to come to columbus and have to play in the cold literally it was either alabama or georgia i don't remember which one they complain about the national championship being in Indianapolis and playing it in a dome. They complained because they had to walk from their hotel to the bus or they had to walk to go get food. Was and Georgia. it was a little chilly. Because Alabama, Alabama wasn't there. So that, that was, was Georgia. Georgia. They, if yeah. they couldn't handle the walk to the bus to go play at a domed stadium that is heat controlled, how do you think they're going to act when they have to go to state college, especially Penn State, because Penn State doesn't have an airport. So their airport is over an hour away. And then you have to drive through the mountains. They're going to be sad. They're going to be cold. They then have to play in a state. Most most of the biggest stadiums are in Big Ten country. And there are a couple of big ones in in SEC country. But uh, like the biggest stadiums are like Big Ten country and somewhere else. So except for like except for LSU, who has one of the biggest stadiums, they don't typically see one hundred and six thousand people. They might see 80. I'm not saying that they don't have fans, but they don't see 106. So they have to go do all of this travel, all of this cold, their warm-ups in the cold, and then they have to play in at night under the lights at a whiteout. Because out, I would do the whiteout twice for a play. I would definitely do it for a playoff game. Whatever for a playoff game? Do, easily. Whatever you want to do. Easily. At night in front of 106,000 people. You don't think that's going to be some sort of an equalizer? Yeah, but they don't want to play in the cold either. These players aren't from here. Most of these I, players aren't from I here. Don't care. You, yeah, but they don't want they don't but, want to play there either. The Some of these coaches they, aren't even the from here. The benefit that they have is they have to live in this every day. And if the coaches weren't soft, Listen. you could practice in the cold. 
Stop not wrong, but listen, ever since ever since what's his name, Justin Fields said he don't like playing in the cold and he came from Ohio State, I was like, Oh, they they don't like playing there either. None of these teams in the Big Ten like playing in the Big Ten either. That's all that's, F- that's that let me know right then and there. F T Soft. <laughs> the <laughs> argument that I will always make the Mac plays night games on weekdays. In November, mm-hmm. in front mm-hmm. of no fans. The championship game is in the cold. Is in, or, no, it's no, not. Detroit, Detroit has, has a state. Yeah, it has a dome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They Detroit play every year in November. They play night games in the middle of the week. Short weeks at that. They don't even get the. They don't even get the full week. When I work, yeah, because I've I seen I've Ken, seen Northwestern. I've seen um 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 not Northwestern but uh Northern something the Black Northern and Illinois. Red team. Yeah, Northern Illinois. They played on a Wednesday at night. Yeah. Because it's, it's yeah. all weekday games. And when that starts, you don't get a bye week. I, I I was at Kent when we played on a Saturday, and then our next game was Wednesday. Yep. And then the game after that was Tuesday. So yep. we went from Saturday to Wednesday to play, and then we didn't even get a full week because the next game was on Tuesday. Yep. So back-to-back weeks in the cold, in front of no fans, traveling at night, just having to be there, right? The Ohio high school playoff has like – Somewhere between four and six rounds. It's long. You have high schoolers. My little brother's in high school. He was just in the playoffs. You have <clears throat> high schoolers playing in the cold in November for the playoffs, yeah. Friday nights at 7 p.m. And yeah. you're telling me that your colleges can't play at night? I'm telling you right now, kids today don't want to play in the cold. I know they don't. I know they don't. They don't like playing football in the cold. Then they don't like and and and, and, <laughs> and and the crazy part is and the crazy part is because of global warming, it's not really cold. Thank in you. That's the other thing. So it's just like <laughs> it might be cold for a fan, but it's not cold for an athlete. No, and they especially have since coats, they have they, they cold have heaters. Sleeves. They have all the Nike stuff yeah, that they can wear. There's heaters. Yeah. yeah. And so they, they don't want to play. I'm telling you, I know it. I can tell. You can tell by how like yeah. just how they play, just how they play in the cold, how they train. But but but, but here's the thing, right? I get you not wanting to play in the cold. But even if you don't practice in the cold that much, which you should, yeah. you have to live through it. It is still I don't even advantage. think they do it in the NFL. Still... The only team that practices in the cold is New England. I don't think anybody else does. Maybe Pittsburgh. But, but regardless, I... they still play, right? They still do it. True. But yeah, here's the thing. Have to play the, the NFL, cold. you have multiple teams. You may have to deal with that a little bit more. But we've seen the advantage the Packers have sometimes when they play in that cold and different things like sometimes. that. Sometimes. But regardless. Unless it's the 49ers. None of, that's, none, of that's, none of that's even my point. Because the NFL, yeah. they're professional athletes. They're getting paid. It's different. You're te- you are going to have a 19-year-old who's from Florida, has never been up north, plays at Alabama. It is always warm, and they have to have the best game of their career and 10-degree weather. That's not happening. It's not. And it's funny because it's like you don't even have to worry about that. It's not going to be 10-degree weather. It's not. It, it, it'll, it'll see 30s. Cause like again, it don't well, get that cold anymore. If this I mean, was the if this was the two thousands, even in two twenty ten, it's a much better advantage. But it's like a much I, better advantage. But, but there's a better still, chance. I have a I have a friend, and you know her. You've met her at the wedding and stuff. I have a friend that's from yeah. here that moved to Louisiana. Oh yeah, and she comes back and is like, oh my god, it's so cold. It's cold. Yeah, they, they, yeah. And no, Louisiana, they say Louisiana, yeah. they put coats on when it's sixty degrees. <laughs> It's an it's it is it not is not cold. the that's biggest like, that's weather, but definitely. it is some sort of an advantage. Yeah, it's a, it's a difference. They can definitely feel it and yeah. cry about it. 
It's because we, because you just said those the kids from Florida playing in Alabama is the same kid from Florida probably playing at Ohio State. But they have to live here. They can't avoid it. That's they don't. They still don't want to play. I've seen a few of them. I've seen a few of them underperform when it's cold. No, I get what you're saying. The point is, I don't care. (laughs) Oh yeah, no, I get that. I don't care that they don't don't come here. Then, I mean, you have to live in it. Every single day. That gets you at least a little bit used to it. It is yeah. max four games. And global warming is not going to be that cold. But the problem yeah. is nobody cares about the players. only going to get one game that's actually exactly. cold. It's not the players who are advocating for this. It's the it's, coaches. I knew it. Oh, I knew it. Oh, I know. They don't want to coach in the cold either. But And I don't care. You're they don't want to coach in the cold. So this is why, oh, yeah. that's the this is why I'm defending ish Kevin Warren because you're losing so much money by having a tolerance which again is not the right way it's the wrong word, word wrong word wrong word like not, it's a handshake <laughs> agreement to not have to play games at night in November that they've had it's sometimes but, but and see and then that still confuses me because it's if you're so worried about the code it's code at three o'clock in November so it might drop. It might drop six degrees, which is a which is a huge drop. But Chris said the exact same thing. He said by the time that you end the three thirty game, it's cold. It's, <laughs> it's cold as hell. Yeah, because the game's over at seven. So it, it, it's <laughs> it's just so and 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 that's what I'm saying, right? I'm I'm sorry. I'm not going to turn down hundreds of million dollars from NBC because my coaches don't want to play night games in November. They don't want to coach. They don't want to coach their players in the cold. They don't want to coach so, in the cold. Because I've seen these teams. I've seen Penn State playing a cold game and, and look like a stinker. I saw Ohio State have to play in the cold in the first half. looked terrible. And then they turned it up in the second half. But that first half against Northwestern looked bad. And that was a cold game. So I, I see I see why they don't want to. They I just don't, don't want to coach. But I don't you, care. You're, you're not wrong. I don't care. <laughs> because you, you know what you do want? You want that extra million dollars to put a slide in your stadium. You want that extra million dollars. <laughs> you want an extra million dollars to, to go to all these recruits and tell them that you make more money than the SEC and you have more jerseys and you have more Nike and all this other kind of stuff. You want that extra million dollars so everyone on your staff gets a bonus at Christmas time and for doing all these things. You want the money, but you, you want don't want to play in the cold. That no. is the dumbest thing to me. I'm sorry. This is football. Like, if you don't if you don't want to play in the cold, play basketball. I mean you, like, get over. You can go play lacrosse. So that's so, a spring that's a spring sport. So that that is why I defend him on this because I do feel like that is one of the things that he did well. He saw that the Big Ten was in the freaking 1930s with their handshake deals and their tolerances, and he said, this is a business. Yeah, We're about money. Yeah. You know we're about money because all of your coaches have 10-year, $95 million deals. I'm going to make it easier for you to pay that $95 million. Some of these, some of these college coaches got better, got better contracts than football, NFL players. Yeah. I'm going to make it easier for you to fire your coach because you hired a bad one. Just play a couple night games. That's it. So that I don't care about. I don't care that the coaches complain. I don't care that the players don't want to play, especially because you're talking about Florida players at like Ohio State and stuff like that. Not every school in the Big Ten gets players from the South. Iowa don't got no, that you many. Know. They're from You Iowa. know, you're not wrong. Wisconsin yeah. don't got that many. 
and I'm telling you, but don't got that many. So like, yeah, but, it's just but you're Ohio saying you State, already said Michigan, it. and them can play, and I don't care. But you said it. But those are the bigger names. Those are the ones that are the face of this of this uh this conference. Not only that, but um, even though you said it yourself, they're soft. These kids, even though they're from there, don't want to be there. They don't want to play in the cold. A lot. I bet you a lot of those kids that had to play Ohio or Northwestern definitely wanted to go somewhere else. It was like crap. I can only afford this. They don't want to play in the cold. They don't want to be in the cold. You don't want to live in the cold. I don't care. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm just telling you, they don't want to play anymore. And I, I, I know, I don't care either, but they don't, no one wants to play in the football cold anymore. Is no, one wants to play in a, no one wants to play in the rain. Football is a fall. That, that's the best game. Yeah, okay. I need, don't off, to, I need to get off this to. point. I need to get off this point. Let me <laughs> talk about the other ways he messed this up because he's about to piss me off. Like, I don't care. <laughs> Bro, stop. What are we doing? And here's the thing. This is the last thing I'm going to say. You're going to complain about it, and then you're going to get drafted to fucking Packers and have to play in, your cold, in the cold your entire career. Then what are you going to do? Have no swag because you're going to have to wear those baggy-ass long-sleeve shades. You're going <laughs> to go tell the Ravens, like, hey, <laughs> hey, man, could you trade me to the Dolphins? It's a little chilly up here. You can go to the Browns, whose stadium I mean, that's is what, that's literally what, on a lake. Well, and tell not, the Browns, not for long. Not okay, for long. But it is right now. You're going to tell yeah. the Browns, that, hey, hey, man, could, could, could you trade me to the Colts? They got a dome. Could, could, no, you're going to play. Or you're gonna but, I mean, kick well, think, of it, think about it. That's what, that's what uh, Phillip Rivers did. Either was it Phillip Rivers or Eli? No, Eli pulled the. Yeah, but he went to the Giants. Yeah, he didn't want it. Never mind. I thought uh, somebody's done that. Was a quarterback that got drafted, but no, it was it was only it was only Eli, and Eli could only do it because he was a Manning. You sure Eli's the only quarterback to do that? Yeah, you can't do that. Eli could only do it because he's a Manning. Somebody, somebody's done that before, but they didn't want to play where they where they were going to get drafted. It was Eli. I'm telling you, nobody else, nobody else has done that. You can't do that. Only the Mannings can get away with that. And Eli mm. could do it because his family was already rich. And what are they gonna do? Like, like nobody else could come out and do that. Like, yeah, it, it's only Eli. Um, I don't know. I remember hearing some like like a few other quarterbacks have like sat out or threatened to go to a different sport. Oh, a, a, a Bo, Bo Jackson did that. How far? How long ago was that? And but Bo I'm Jackson can this, play any sport ever. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. There's been players who said they'll just go play another sport because they didn't want to be drafted to the team that was going to draft them. Yeah, but nobody can do that. Like, you just said Bo Jackson. He's one of the greatest people to ever walk this earth. Like, nobody <laughs> can do that. You can't do that tomorrow. Like, fucking <laughs> Bo Jackson. It was the, like, whatever he played. Like, it was time for different. All of them. You can't, you can't yeah, do he that played anymore. all of them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, Kyler Murray. Actually had a chance to play baseball. Like he was, he did get drafted or whatever. Kyler can't be like, "Hey, do this. Or I'm gonna go play baseball." Okay, go. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Go to the minor leagues. I think leagues? he actually did though. I think he got paid extra money because he said he would go play baseball. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. I don't. Like, no, there's been stories, but yeah. No, he didn't. Like. It's... <laughs> You can't do that. We like they Russ. Should, they Russ should was, bring that back. <laughs> being able to play two sports professionally, bring that back. I think it's, I it's think, a shame that we've only seen Dion and Bo do that. I think I think it's I think it's much harder now. Like not physically, <laughs> just with like the schedules of the sports. They've expanded them and, and different. I think it's I think it's much harder. True. I think there's less tolerance, <laughs> which is the right way to use the word. There's less tolerance. <laughs> 
could make exceptions for players and things like like I mean there's a 30 for 30 about it. It's great, but people are not letting some like like Justin Fields is a good baseball player. They're not letting Justin Fields They're not gonna do play football they... and then fly him on a helicopter or a private jet to go to the baseball playoffs and then take him back to the like it's just it's and it's funny because the thing is it's like I know they're not gonna do it because they're saying that they're putting too much money into these players, like it's too much of an investment. But it's like the reason why they're able to put that much money is because the league generates more money now. So like, yeah, Deion Sanders wasn't getting paid as much as uh, a cornerback today is, but the NFL wasn't making as much money as it was as it is today. Yeah. So it's like I I know you're gonna they're gonna make that it's that that excuse like yeah this is a huge investment, but it's like yeah you still got the money regardless. It's like it's the same. You're still giving the same amount. You're still giving the same percentage pretty much to players as you were back then. Like it's it's definitely grown. It's gotten bigger, but the NFLPA stinks. So it's like it's not that better. It's yeah. not that much better. Got to be the worst. Got to be the worst union out of all the sports. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um... <laughs> Oh man, no, no. The, the worst one is the WNBA, <laughs> but they don't have. Well, I mean, it's not like, their like, fault. They're trying. They, Their owners, yeah, they have. Respect you them. can't, you can't negotiate. <laughs> there's nothing to negotiate when there's no money to there. Yeah. So yes, but like out of the successful making millions, billions of dollars, yeah, it's definitely the worst. Yeah, it's by far, by far, by far the worst union I've ever seen. So, it's Kevin Warren, you just, I just defended you again. Yes. You better do Justin Fields right, all right? Because I'm trying to become a Bears fan, okay? But this, I would have done. I, like, I would have talked to them, but I literally would have told them, first of all, that's not how you use the word tolerance. Secondly, you're millionaires. <laughs> Get over it. Get yeah. over it. I don't care. I'm literally pointing to the Mac. I'm like, they do this. Your kids do this. Your kids are in middle school and high school. They play in the cold. I don't care. They're going to be like, but... But the Mac needs to because they're the Mac and like these kids are kids. Like they're gonna, Shut it's up. not gonna be Shut good up. excuses. I'm Shut just up. giving you the excuses I can see happening. I'm, I'm on. This, like, but we're the big team. We're, we're one of the biggest names. On this yeah. point, I'm Suge Knighting them. <laughs> Which would blow my mind because like for you to be like, well, we're the big team. We don't have to do that. It's like, That's well, you're the big team. You, you probably should be. <laughs> Because every other every other conference has night games in November. I'm saying, bro, like I didn't even recognize that. I until didn't you brought either. That up. But now, now it's like imprinted in my mind. You brought it's, that I, up. Yeah. So okay, y'all have the nerve to go play Hawaii and have us up late as fuck playing. But you don't want to play a seven o'clock game in November. Bro, I'm okay. I'm I'm tired of this shit, bro. I'm just like it's so dumb. So that that point, I don't. You gonna have to have those night games regardless because UCLA and UC, USC. Well, well, that's the other point. It even matters less because that like it's four weeks in November, right? Mm-hmm. You could just put UCLA and USC every single <laughs> on one of them, on, on 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 two of them, right? So yeah. then you're rotating Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State. You're rotating all of these other ones for two weeks, which means you really, realistically, you're going to have to do it once every two or three years. 
Fucking, they're just complaining and, about nothing. And they, bro, it's just, I'm, complaining about nothing. I'm not, you can have four straight night games. I know it'd be really fucked up to do to UCLA and USC, but you could. I mean, they're you not, they're not, they're not gonna do that. But like, yeah, but like, uh, bro, it's that's that's something. Like that's just that's just a quick little answer that I'm coming up with. So like. that's why. I'm quote unquote defending Kevin Moore because I did the same thing too. You telling me I walk into the office and someone's saying like, "Hey, we don't play night games because our coaches don't want to." Get the fuck out of here! What? Stop playing, bro! Stop playing! <laughs> Look me in my eyes. Are you dead ass right now? Like this is what we're doing? This is you know how stupid that sounds. That's yeah. stupid. Where's the camera at? Look at me. That's stupid. <laughs> camera <guys>. on me. <laughs> It's been several years since that interview, bro. Oh my god! That's stupid. <laughs> Is this camera on me? <laughs> yeah. So okay, what? But here's the thing that he actually messed up. He did actually mess up some things. Like that, I don't care about. So, so. I don't know why they did this, but technically, so you remember the report came out that Fox was in the meeting rooms and like everyone was right. like, that's weird. So right. I, we found, finally found out why Fox was in the meeting rooms. So the Big Ten Network is majority owned by Fox. Yep. Currently, Excuse based me. on their last deal, the Big Ten Networks owned the rights to every game in the Big Ten. So basically, when the like when NBC and ABC and these other people are coming, they're not actually right. buying the rights. They're like subleasing them essentially. They're like uh-huh. paying to get the rights from the Big Ten Network. They're not buying them from Ohio State and Michigan. They're buying them from the Big Ten Network, right? Right. Well, Fox owns the Big Ten Network, which is uh, why so Fox just... was in the room because right. Fox has to protect their financial interests. Right, which makes sense. So here's the issue. This is where the problem comes in. Fox owns all of the content, essentially. Technically, Big Ten Network, but Fox. So one of the things that he did to get NBC on was he promised them the the Big Ten Championship in 2026. Oh, wow. You can't and give them a national championship you don't have the rights to. Yeah. Fox has the right to that. If Fox wasn't lenient, if they didn't want to do that, Fox yeah, could have every single now, now, right? Like Fox could be like, no, and and no one could do anything about it. Now they're not going to because I'm imagining some of this money comes back to Fox in some way or the other. Whatever. Yeah, like, well, yeah. If I'm reading it. correctly, they're they're going to be paid, or they have to be paid out regardless. So some of this money's going to them anyway. If I read that correctly, but they yeah. yeah. And so, like, the Big Ten can't do this deal without Fox's permission. Fox can't do the deal without the Big Ten permission because it's jointly owned. Right. And so, you promise a, a national championship that you don't own. You, you yeah, can't, you can't do, do that. that. You can't and, do that. And Fox literally could have been like, no. And and, then, and what if NBC was like, no, we're, well, we're only in this because we're going to get a couple, you know, national championships. Now they're out of the deal. So... Right. He didn't know that. Like that that is a, a big issue. Like you can't do that. Um and and that deal like they own that until like twenty twenty nine, twenty thirty. I don't know why they did that, whatever. So um so yeah, they essentially like the this round they were sub license agreements, that's what it's called. Um they control right. the rights and they work with the big ten to sub license them all. 
um, the majority of the deal had already been sold. It's already with Fox, right? So that like Fox is always in it, like they're a beneficiary of it. So how how do you not know? Do you not know or do you not care? And you just give things out that you're not that you don't own, and that could cause a major issue and a major pushback. And so there's currently $70 million of the NBC deal that's not finalized. They could lose $70 million of the, on top of the money that they have to pay back. They have to pay back money to Fox. They have to pay Fox for the... So they have to pay Fox twice. Let me see if I can find it. One of the exact... I think they have to pay Fox some money because they gave away the championship game. And then they also have to pay Fox. Okay. So I'm just going to read it. They're going to have to pay back nearly 40 million to Fox because according to sources, Warren delivered NBC, the big 10 title game in 2026 without the full authority to do so. This has all unfolded under the complicated backdrop of the big 10 conference, not actually controlling the rights, the inventory in this latest deal, the big 10 does, which uh, the big 10 network does, which is majority owned by Fox. On top of the forty million, they're gonna have to pay. Um, they're gonna have to pay twenty five million dollar total for a deal to pay back Fox for lost twenty twenty game inventory. This came after an arrangement between Fox and the conference that was unable to uh, muster the lost revenue from the COVID nineteen season. So there is roughly seventy million dollars in flux because these schools don't want to pay night games. On top of potentially. 70. On top of potentially losing $70 million, which is like $5 million per school, right? And maybe even more than that, because it's really hundreds of million yeah. dollars that they have to figure out with the primetime games, because the the primetime deal itself was worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Right. Right? I don't even understand why you wouldn't want to play during. I just don't. So, oh my so on top of that issue, on top of potentially losing $70 million, you also have to pay an additional $65 million. So, so that's they 135 million that they could be plus losing. a little bit more that you could be losing. Yep, 135. Uh, and so, hold on, I'm gonna do some quick math. Quick math, math is not uh, you know uh, anybody's strong suit. So, let me pull up my calculator. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm decent, I'm decent with certain math, but like, I'm not. Do you know what 135 divided by 14 is without the calculator? Uh, nine something. Okay, so maybe you are good at math. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's like nine point six. So essentially, okay. every school is losing around ten million dollars. Yeah. And supposedly, Iowa's broke ass don't got it, seeing that they needed the state <laughs> to pay two million dollars, <laughs> and they just had to borrow fifty. So when they uh, getting the ten million dollars, you definitely that? should be playing prime time games. <laughs> like y'all should be like, I don't get it. If if Iowa ain't got the money, they've been to two Big Ten championship games. Northwestern ain't got it. Nebraska ain't got it. Y'all should be doing this. Yeah. So Maryland ain't got it. Rutgers definitely ain't got it. <laughs> and so yeah, it's just like, come on, bro. What what are you doing here? You leave, and then you leave, and you leave the Big Ten on the hook for essentially one hundred and thirty-five million dollars. Yep. I'm gonna just round it up to 150 mil, because you never know what like little hidden things could be be missing there. Like they're just giving us the big chunk numbers. 
like I'm gonna round it up to just 150 mil could be possibly going just to make it seem scarier. It seemed more urgent that you need to do like 150 mil. That's crazy. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm just gonna read this because this is just it's just dumb. NBC was surprised, and I was surprised, said Michigan's athletic director, Ward Manuel. First of all, were you surprised that your football coach was racist, that you hired and had to, and then didn't fire? No one gets fired. You let him resign a couple days later after everyone found his racist-ass tweets. Did that surprise you? You worried about playing night games and you're hiring? Oh, my God. You saw that, right? Shimmy Schimbeckler? Yes, I did. Of course, I got. I, I saw that and was like, of course. <laughs> this, is, this is why I'm getting on a girl today. I need some. I need. I need some like a dopamine release or something. I need. I'm trying to have a good day. This is pissing me off. This is why I wanted to record yesterday. It's about to ruin my day. Talking about you know, fair, fair enough. <laughs> anyway, so we had not discussed, and I had not discussed with anyone in the league to change the tolerances we had agreed upon years ago. Bro, no, fuck your tolerances, dog. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? So, yeah. Uh, the Big Ten TV What does any of this mean? <laughs> the Big Ten TV deal is not finalized. And uh, you remember we were talking about, like, why did they hire a TV exec? This is why they hired a TV exec. Because they needed yep. someone to finalize it. They needed someone to, to actually do the work that Kevin Warren didn't do while he's gallivanting yep. with the freaking Bears. Like... I'm out of here. <laughs> that's crazy, bro. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. And then... And I hope I hope they don't. I, I mean, I'm I'm torn because like you know I want black people to get paid, but also he doesn't deserve it. So the last commissioner got like a twenty million dollar bonus or something crazy for the TV deal because of how much money it was being brought in, right? That's nice. So hold on, um, yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm just gonna read this paragraph. So, and it leaves the league facing a decision on a potential bonus for Warren, who didn't have a bonus clause tied to a television deal in his contract. Warren's predecessor, Jim Delaney, got a bonus of more than twenty million that was announced in 2017, and he still got, and he is still getting paid for it because he led the negotiations that sold all the rights through this decade. The bonus in Delaney's con, the bonus had, had been in Delaney's contract prior to the deal. So even Man. though even though Jim Delaney is no longer in the league, he was getting a bonus because he got the Big Ten hundreds of million dollars. So now they're trying to figure out if Kevin Warren's going to get a bonus, who got the Big Ten billions of dollars. No, oh, he, <laughs> no, uh, no, because mm, he didn't. He's going to try to find a way. No, yeah, he's he going to try to find no, a way. He, no, 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 he doesn't get the bonus. No, just how about that? No, how not at that? all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fuck out of here. How about <laughs> no? <laughs> um, so yeah, at end of the day, this doesn't matter. Like, no one cares how the Big Ten feels. It's about how I feel. You're embarrassing me. Okay. <laughs> you, all three hundred of our listeners heard me defend you, right? Like I, like we have. No, you did. You, <laughs> you definitely like, did. It's like it's, you're it's like you me, son of a. That's funny. Immediately. It didn't take long, too. No, no, no. <laughs> so it's like, Jesus, man. So it, it's going to get figured out. Tony Petit is going to figure it out. NBC has something, has like a, a statement in this article that they're excited oh, yeah. for the, the deal and things like that. And also, we didn't even get into this this much because I just, I really just don't care. But the basketball coaches are pissed off, too. Oh, I'm sure. I saw Tom Izzo was mad. Yeah, because the bat and the basketball coaches have always been mad because. 
a lot of the basketball games are going on Peacock and they're not going to be on national television. Well, here's the thing. Nobody watches regular season basketball. Get over it. But true. But but there are they, they, are they still upset. do have a they, huge they, fan they, base. Yeah, they are. So. They this honestly, I give a little bit more. You know, I give a little bit more credence to this complaint than night games, because yeah. like a lot of the basketball inventory is going to be on Peacock. Like a lot of it. That's nuts. Gonna be, <laughs> a lot of it's going to be on Peacock. So like that's that's wow. They I, really I, just say, "Look, bro, we no one cares." Like. <laughs> So, um, so, and I'm just, this is going to lie. This is going to be the last thing that I read. This is about the basketball. So Izzo recently said coaches weren't consulted by the league prior to the deal. One thing about coaches, you almost, you're almost always asking the wrong people because they're the last to know anything. First of all, here's the thing. I don't really care that coaches weren't consulted because that's not their job. My supervisor doesn't come to me and be like, Hey, this is what we're about to do. Does that sound good? Like, just but, but the thing is, but they should. Well, okay. So, because uh, while, I, I guess while 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 it's not your job, usually the underlings, the people who bring in the most money and do all bring in the revenue, are the ones affected the most by these decisions. So that was the wrong example. You're right. Mm. I'm sorry. My supervisor's supervisor's supervisor doesn't come to me. My supervisor right. should right. The athletic director should definitely consult the coaches. Yeah, but the conference doesn't need to. I, I yeah, yeah like no. the president of my college don't come down and be like hey jordan this is what we're about to do as a college like i just i think y'all have better things to worry about and a lot of y'all aren't good at your job so be good at that like don't worry about other things be good at that yeah but i do like again the basketball thing i get a lot more than the night games so and and then uh, Izzo's concerns reverberate among the rest of the Big Ten coaches. As Ohio State's coach Chris Holtman added, for our league to continue to grow and evolve in this new era, I think at the very minimum, the veteran coaches like Izzo and Purdue's Matt Painter should have a direct line of communication and a voice in these conversations. And then Ryan Day... Because here's the thing. There, if there's a chance that these like football coaches have a little voice in this, then yeah, I I, I can see the, the complaint making even more sense because it's like all right so you're giving special treatment no the football coaches like, don't have the football that's what i'm about to read ryan day said something too so there okay. is there was Definitely a collective right. disappointment among coaches on how the night game issue was handled we were surprised when it emerged and there was no consultation on the change with coaches as a group prior to the television contract being announced even though we all agree that who cares about that exactly like y'all should be playing <laughs> night games. I just, I just, yeah so you know Kevin Warren had a lot of issues. Communication being one of them. I don't. Yeah. There are a lot of coaches, bro. I don't. I really don't think he needs to co- consult with the coaches, but he needs to consult with the schools, and then the schools should pass the info down to the coaches. But like, yeah. at the end of the day, do you want the money or not, bro? Like, do you want? Do you, do you want what the money will provide you? Do you want to keep getting bonuses and being put in these positions to succeed? I just. I really just don't care that much about multimillionaires complaining when they're allowed to be bad at their job. I mean, but like, there are things that Kevin Warren, like you fucked it up, bro. You don't deserve a bonus. How, like this dude, just Tony Petiti just started and he has to fix your mistakes. That's not how anybody wants to start their job. And it's on a very short time frame because the deal yeah. has to be finalized because it starts in freaking July. 
Oh yeah, some and that's annoying, and no one, nothing's worse than coming in and having to fix somebody else's mess. So it's 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 a mess. Kevin Warren, like, dog, I defended you. Come on, bro. Like, and you just gallivanted off to the freaking uh, Chicago Bears. Also, I, I I did what I needed to do, and I'm out. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> also, this podcast is an hour and forty minutes, so we're gonna get out of here. <laughs> oh yeah, because <laughs> we, we got through 16 minutes yesterday. We're at an hour. That's point, true. So, uh, yeah. Thank you again for listening. Um, the Big Ten is is in a weird place. Um, yeah, weird. But you know, so is the SEC. I didn't get into that this much on this one. We talked about oh, that a little bit on on uh, buck off. But the SEC, their coaches are crying and complaining about things as well. So football just in a, in a weird spot. Coaches are millionaires and spoiled, and it's just things are happening. And it, they shouldn't be happening the way that they're happening. But, hey, at least we finally had a show where everything we talked about was Big Ten because that hasn't happened in a while. So before we it get hasn't. out of here, final thoughts. Besides the, uh, you know, the, the grilling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, yeah. come on. They know us. They know what we're going to do. <laughs> they know what we're going to do. Um, okay, so really quick. Game seven. Who's winning? Um... This is in. I, I might have to go with Boston because they're on a roll, and I think again, like I said, I think Miami's offense is finally cooled down. And then this will be the game. Uh, Jason Tatum has a fucking stinker. Yeah, and yeah, Miami, yeah. Miami, yeah. Miami hits forty three pointers. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm going Miami, and then I'm going like <laughs> Nuggets and five because Miami. Oh, Nuggets and <laughs> Nuggets and five. Yeah. Nuggets so, and five. And, and the, the, the really quick reason why I'm going Miami is... It doesn't matter which team it is. Nuggets and five. Yeah. the re- I didn't think that initially, but after this, yeah. So the reason why I think uh, it's Miami um, is because it's no one's done this before. And the reason why they haven't done it before is it's hard to stay up for it's hard four doing. games in a row. Yeah. Expect, yeah, it's, it's hard, hard to, to do that four games in a row in the regular season against different opponents. It's hard to do it. Yeah. Jason Tatum is due a bad game. He hasn't had one yet. Jace, Jalen Brown is due about four or five times. His first, those first, those first three well, games. Well, I mean, in the, in the last three. He's had three back-to-back good games. Like, come for a game. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They're going to do it four due, times in a row. He's, wow. he's, due, he's, due, he's <laughs> due for a game where he only scores 11, and then Jalen Brown like, has, like, five turnovers. turnovers. Yeah. He has, like, eight turnovers, but he scored 30. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so. <laughs> Um, I, I I just think it's hard to win four straight. Uh, that's that's, that's why it's never happened before. So I'm, I'm going to go with the Heat. Especially uh, being down like that, yeah. And, you can and, win four straight to start because we watch, we just watch the Lakers get swept. Yeah. But yeah. And Jimmy, but, Jimmy Jeffrey Jordan. Is, uh, oh my God. He, he's not going to let it happen. So, all right, y'all, as always, thanks for I that. hope not because he's had two stinkers so far. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, so did Michael Jeffrey Jordan. But history erased that. Anyways, thank you all for listening. Uh, hope Not you have a, hope you have a good Memorial Day. Hope that somebody in your family's on the grill. We'll catch you next week.